to do just listen to esther say positive and fun it's esther club you guys i'm recording this intro in the dark with my mouth guard in air purifier on no regard for sound quality this will be fast um this episode is wackadoo i said wackadoo um i kind of just went into it free-flowing um you'll see anyways what I forgot to do was mention our sponsor Prima skincare I love it I'm addicted to it I literally I I forgot and then as I was rubbing it on my sore hip I was like oh I should mention them on the podcast right so Prima skincare um they do use, they have a CBD rub. They have, I just tried, what is it? There's like a skin, I think it's called skin therapy. It's like their body butter. Um, I love it. It's so thick and luxurious. I, um, the R&R cream I bring with me everywhere. Anyways, you guys know I love Prima. The face oil um, is, here's how I know I like a product because you guys, I try everything. I try everything. I have to, I'm like a, I'm, I have nothing else. I have no life. So I have to try everything. And my test for stuff is, am I reaching for it or am I not reaching for it? And after like enough time goes by where I'm not reaching for something, I give it away or donate it. And if I do reach for something over and over again, I'm like, it goes into like a special section. Anyways, all that to say, I'll explain that later, some other day. I always reach for the Prima night oil. I always, always reach for it. And I I can never find it because I carry it in different rooms. And you get it 20% off this luxurious, luxurious brand, Prima.co. Use code sleepover for 20% off. Let's get on with the crazy show that is the craziness today. Hello. And welcome to Esther Club. You guys, I'm in a psycho mode right now to the point where I should not be recording, but I, this week I put it off. It's been a weird week and I'm in, I have no choice. Well, it's, I mean, it's my show, but I want, and I want to get it out there. And I figured I would just try to go without a plan today and be crazy. This is the Thanksgiving episode. Um, and in true Thanksgiving form, I just ate too much too much. And now I'm going, I'm crazy. I had three pieces of huge pizza. Now I know what you're thinking. Like, oh, three pieces of pizza, even if it's big, is not that big. You don't know what kind of pizza. It was focaccia pizza, like huge squares of it. And I had soup. And do you tune into this to see what I just ate? Um, anyways, Oh, and then I started eating cookies and then Dave was there and he was like, oh, you're going to be so upset later. He's like, I'm going to stay away from you. And I was like, yeah, you are. And then he, he was kind of annoying me while I was at the end of my eating. And it was, he was like, he was bringing something up and I was just like, you need to get away from me. I was so mean. (laughs) Um, Look, usually I remove the dirty clothes from the background before I press record, but today is a little different. <laughs> I um I always do that after I eat. I'm not sick. I mean, I don't know if I'm sick. I could be sick, but 
I'm just like, don't think I'm sick. Um, okay, so I actually do have something to talk about today. I feel super conflicted. I feel a lot of inner conflict today because of COVID-19 and how I have been handling it. Now, I want to start by saying that in January, many of you have listened to the show know this, but I wrote an email in January, maybe it was early February, to two of my friends of all the instructions of how to take care of donut my house what to tell my parents in the event that Dave and I went into the emergency room and died of COVID um because you know this was back in the Wuhan days if you want to say pre-Italy and I was really scared I was really serious and then even in January you know talked about this but I'm just kind of setting the tone for you that like the day that Kobe's helicopter crashed I was like we can't keep talking about Kobe all day. Like there's fucking COVID is coming. And actually it was more referred to as coronavirus back then. But then we all were like, no, coronavirus means just a common cold, whatever. So, so where am I going with this? That it's been a long year. We've learned a lot about the virus. Um, we didn't enter into Wuhan, Italy, who lives, who dies scenario. But that said, it feels like we might. Like, it feels like it's super serious. And it wasn't really super serious for me this summer. Now, this is all, please disclaimer, I'm not a doctor. I'm not even a college graduate, okay? I am not even technically human, when you really break it down, I am um, very mindful that there are people who I have I have lost a friend to COVID. I have a friend who lost their parent. This is like this is really serious shit. So I feel obviously I have to say that because I'm talking about it pretty casually. But also like I have we have to I have to talk about it. I'm not gonna just pretend. Anyways, all of this is to say, they're saying don't gather, don't see people. I went to a quote unquote COVID safe gathering this weekend and I feel really conflicted about it. I really do. Um, I feel guilty. I feel a little scared. Now, I just want to be very clear that this COVID safe gathering was, you know, Technically, it's COVID safe. It's everyone had a test taken like right before. Um, I was wearing a mask. Everyone was outside the whole time. You know, it's a lot of people who have been quarantining pretty pretty strictly. So there's no, there's absolutely no hate on this event. Like, I'm really glad I went. This is the flip side of it. It's like, it was so much fun and it was so good for my mental health, but I have guilt because it was such a privilege to get to go to that event. Um, and you know, of course you, nothing is foolproof. I'm scared. I, but I'm scared. I'm paranoid of everything. So it's crazy that I even went, but you know, I like, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm rambling, but it's like, I feel really conflicted about the way I'm living my life right now. And I just kind of want to get that out there and share it. Now, I, it's weird because I don't want people to judge me, right? Because it's like, if I'm not putting you in danger, you have no right to tell me how to live my life. 
Um, but at the same time, people are say, trying to positively spread the message like hospitals are being filled. Healthcare workers are tired. Like we have to protect ourselves. So I just want to say like, I'm not, I have sauce on my face from pizza. I'm not loosey goosey with the rules at all. I'm not like, I want to believe in masks, outside air and social distancing. That's kind of my stance on it. You know, if that really does work, then I'm pretty comfortable, you know, because I um, I can't remember if I talked about this since we, since I got back, or if I just talked about it on the Patreon, patreon.com slash estermonster, if you want in on that chaos. Um, I got to see my family, I flew home and I saw my family and it was, it was what I needed. I shouldn't say what I needed. It was really awesome. Now, I'm really blank, like, drawing a blank on what I've talked about on this podcast before because it's been so long since I've sat down and done a solo. So long. Probably literally two weeks. Um, but I talk, I know I... Okay. When I was flying to Canada to shoot Home Alone, I was told that I was going to have a layover in Chicago. I was told there's no other way to get there. You have to lay over in Chicago. And I, I cried. (laughs) I really cried. I called my, I, I was just, there was something about, and I barely cry. I always say, I know I look and act like someone who cries a lot. I don't really cry. But, um, I feel like you can tell from that throat clear that I did in fact have a bite of cheese pizza, but I ordered a vegan pizza for myself. I, the thought for me, um, last month of flying and landing at O'Hare airport, what I had wanted to do all year and then not even getting to get out of the airport and see my family, it just... It was like, it just made me so fucked up. It made me so sad. It made me, made me really, really sad. And thankfully, but you know what? I was like, okay, I can do it. I can do it. This is for work. I can do it. But I got super lucky because then they emailed me, oh, you actually can do a layover in Toronto. So I ended up not having to do that. And then I ultimately did decide, like, look, after Canada, I am going to go to Chicago. And you guys saw that episode with my parents. Like, I got to do it. And I'm so grateful that I got to go because um, it's I really not everyone is like that. Right. Not everyone it needs that refuel from their childhood neighborhood their childhood home their pets their their parents um their childhood basement not everyone needs that refuel everyone refuels differently that's a refuel for me that I really was needing and I got it and I'm rambling because I'm drunk on pizza and you have every right to turn this off but I hope you don't because I'm about to tell you something really crazy. We're going to just keep the ramble ramble. My childhood best friend, my only true, true number one best friend 
literally closer to me than anyone, like my hero, my leader. I will do anything she tells me to. The only person I will do what they say. Do I listen to Dave? No. Do I listen to my parents? No. I don't even always listen to Whitney Cummings. I mean, I mostly do. My childhood best friend, whose name is Christina, I do what she says. She is, this is crazy. She's not canceling her wedding, which I respect. No, that's fine. So she's having her wedding in December of this year. It's a very small wedding. Everyone is going to be in masks. Um, I'm actually, I volunteered to provide the masks. So I'm, I got some blank masks and I'm going to have them dyed. Um, I should actually remember to do surgical masks too. So people can do a surgical mask and the cloth mask over. Anyway, it's less than 15 people. It's going to be in a big space and I'm the maid of honor. That's right. So I'm going to be the maid of honor in this pandemic at a wedding. And there's nothing that would stop me. I can't like, unless she cancels it, I cannot not be in it. I would never want that. Again, another fucking inner conflict. And you guys know I am so scared of being, I'm scared of catching a cold. I'm so scared of COVID. I don't fucking want COVID. Like, you know, I'm not going to have a mild case if I get it. I'm so weak. My immune system has always been shit. I've always been that person that get more colds than anyone I know. Since I went vegan, it's been a lot better, but I'm just very sickly um, in general. I had sinus surgery, uh, spring break, freshman year of high school. That did help clear up my sinus infections. Did have complications from the surgery. Did eat Burger King Happy Meal kids meals that week a lot from healing the surgery. Anyway, um, conflict, right? Because it's really making me realize what my fears will prevent me from doing and what my fears will not prevent me from doing, which is like, I'm very curious for everyone out there. Like, what are there? What are those things for you that your fear will not prevent you from doing it? And for me, it usually comes back to having another woman in my life who I uh, like respect and love and adore and I just will do what what they're saying um and I, I've gotten that feedback a lot like from friends who are like Esther you can stand up to any guy any day but when it comes to women like you just you follow you follow and I'm like there's some truth to that um not that I'm doing anything again I'm not doing anything I don't want to do but it's weird. I feel really guilty posting videos from my Thanksgiving gathering. Um, but at the same time, like, I, I can't fucking stop myself. So I'm just as bad as Kim Kardashian, I guess, when she posts about her birthday. Am I just as bad? Am I just as pretty? Am I just as rich? No. <laughs> so shitty to be just as bad, but not just as pretty or rich. Anyways, let's keep going down the line of the things that I like. It's Thanksgiving week. I will be alone on Thanksgiving. Don't worry. I, and I will, I want, 
to be a, a source of support for you. And you might be like, well, fuck you. You got together with friends. Well, that was a really lucky situation. And I do think if you're in a place with warm weather and you can throw a mask on and you can be six feet apart and be outside, I do think you can see people. I'm not a doctor. I'm certainly not Dr. Fauci. I know I look like him and a lot of people on the street do it, say, Dr. Fauci, Dr. And it's not me. <sighs> Has this been the worst episode of Master Club? Like you really have to ask yourself. Has it been the worst one? Um, okay, let's keep talking. You know, my allergies are terrible. My nose burns. I fucking hate LA. That's one thing. Another thing, my tie-dye is probably realistically going to launch six days from the day this episode comes out, which means that if you want to be the first person to get the alert, you have to text sleepover to 847-648-9098. Um, you may miss out on your size and you may miss out altogether if you don't get in that batch of the first alert. There's a chance though the launch might be delayed and you, there will be another episode of this show before you get it. Too much information. I get it. Too much information. Um, I mean, I, oh, I asked for questions. Somebody asked me, it was Emily F asked me, what woman inspired me when I started my career and what woman inspired me now? Um, what woman inspired me when I started my career? Fucking Madonna, Britney Spears, which is obviously a sad situation now because I, I don't really know how to get into that. I love, I love Britney Spears. Britney Spears, Madonna, Lady Gaga, definitely my biggest inspirations when I started. I know it's weird because none of them are comedians, but I just really admired their careers I admire their work um and then I would say now I'm really inspired by Whitney Cummings um I am really inspired by Natasha Leggero um I'm obviously I'm obsessed with Natasha Leggero she's just so funny and I, I love everything about her and who else? I should have thought of my answer before, but I didn't. So you're just getting the, the raw talent answer. Um, I'm really inspired by Tiffany Haddish. Really, she is huge inspiration because I know I've talked about this before, but maybe not on this podcast, but years ago when I had first met Tiffany, I believe it was doing... Um, a show at the Ice House in Pasadena and we hung out after and I just could not handle how funny she I was like you know it's just when you you see a show or you experience something that's so funny you just like your jaws on the floor and you're just so happy and you're like ah this is so fun more 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 that's how I felt talking with Tiffany Haddish and I just I couldn't believe it and this was you know this is probably about 10 years ago. And I remember going to the talent booker um, at a comedy club and saying, oh my God, you have to book Tiffany Haddish. She is so funny. I can't believe it. Because that's, that's the truest thing in this business is that when you really see insane talent, you're 
only instinct is to tell everybody because you want to be the person who, who, you know, it's just like when you eat something really good or you watch something really good, you're like, oh, I want everyone else to know about this from me. You really, you want to be the one that breaks the news. That makes you feel really good. So I remember I said, you know, you got to book Tiffany Haddish. Like, she's so funny. I can't believe it. Like, there's just no one like her. And the booker said to me, Tiffany Haddish is yesterday's news. No, thank you. And I was like, what? I like didn't understand. And it was strange. And I was just like, okay, I guess like I tried. And of course, as most of you, if not all of you know, it was years later that she became the biggest movie star in definitely in comedy. Um, she's... She couldn't, there couldn't be, you know, she couldn't be, haven't proven herself that she wasn't yesterday's news anymore. She's clearly today's news. She's, she's hilarious. She's the star that she always was. It's just now people know. But anyways, I'm so inspired by that because, um, one, she's so funny. She's so true to herself. And then two, because she is proof that like you might be told that you're yesterday's news and that person might be very wrong. They might be extremely wrong. So I always love thinking about that. Um, and I just love Tiffany so much. She's, she's an inspiration and a really funny, fun friend. Um, I would love to get her on Esther club. I need to make her do that. So what else? That was the only question that I saw. I would do a full body scan, but I'm just going to, spoiler alert, my fucking stomach is too full. And I was going to do, I'll do top five-ish. I think I did this last week, though. Yeah, I did best Thanksgiving sides. So this week, top five-ish is the five reasons I'm glad I'm not at Thanksgiving. One, I don't like to help. So I'm really glad I'm not putting dishes away. I'm not, um, you know, watching somebody's kid. Ugh. Two, I'm glad that I am not bringing a dish because whenever I bring a dish somewhere, I get obsessed with my dish that I brought and I'm literally like hovering over everyone. Like, did you try my dish? Did you try my dish? Now, it's never something I made. You know, I would probably this year bring a, um, a frozen, a vegan frozen ice cream pie. And if I brought that to a party or to a Thanksgiving, I would be like, did everyone have the pie? Are you, when are we going to have the pie? Like, I would just not be able to rest until every single person at the party said, like, we love this pie. It's the best pie we've ever had. So that's two. Three. I'm not having to have small talk with people I don't want to have small talk with, which I know we all complain. We, nobody wants that. I know and it's so rude to admit it, but I'm just saying it's an upside. If I had to, I would, it would be fine. And maybe it would be fun, but it's a small upside for, I don't have to have one of those days where I try not to eat all day. And then you save room for the big meal and the big meal is at three o'clock. So you're fucking so hungry. So you're primed to just eat everything. But then by the time you get there, the food's not ready. So you have to fill up on like crackers and just like 
dips that are so nasty when you really think about it. And then you fill up on that. Then you eat your Thanksgiving dinner. Then you're so, 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 so full. You can't eat, you can't eat, you can't eat. But then at fucking like nine o'clock, you're starving. So now, but nothing's open. So it's just like, oh God, now I'm so annoyed because this week I have to prepare for that day where nothing's going to be open. That's the worst thing about holidays is that your, your normal basic necessities that you're so used to, your privileges of all your grocery stores being open, all your fast food spots, all the, the cool restaurants, like you don't have that and that's stressful. So everyone needs to remember anti-sadness, prepare for things to be closed on Thursday, plan your meals accordingly. Anyways, my fourth reason was not to have that weird eating day where you're starving and then you're full and then whatever. Is there a five, fifth reason? Um, the pressure. Do you know what kills joy more than anything in the world? It's pressure to have a good time. Pressure to have fun will ruin you. It will ruin you. It will scrape away all your joy, shake it on the floor and dust it away so you never feel it again. This is, and this is the day, day as old as time, song as old as rhyme, Beauty and the Beast. This is so tried and true every holiday. Oh my God, it's Christmas. Okay, well, it's Christmas, so I have to have a really good day. Everything has to be good. No, then everything becomes bad because of the pressure you put. So I'm so grateful that this Thanksgiving, there will be no pressure because it's a fucking pandemic. It's going to be just a normal day. Besides, everything's closed. I'm going to just have a normal, non-special day. It's going to be great. That is the top five-ish of this week. Five reasons not, I'm not grateful. No, I am grateful. There's no Thanksgiving. I did want to spend, let's end the episode today talking about what am I grateful for because it's fucking, we all have to do it. What are you grateful for? You better take a second and fi- figure it out. I just read a meme that said, if you say what you're grateful for, like every day, list like five things, 21 days in a row that you'll become like scientifically more happy. Is that a fact? Yeah, probably. Anyways, I'm grateful excuse me. I'm really grateful for sparkling water. I'm really grateful for my dog. I'm really grateful for my friends, family, and loved ones. I mean, these are the the basics, but I am grateful. Um, I'm really grateful for finding tie-dye and apparel as a form of mental health help this year as a avenue for fun for me and work and productivity, which feels really good for my mental health. I'm really grateful that I started Lexapro. I know you guys have questions about that. Maybe I'll talk about it next week. Um, I'm just, I'm really grateful. Ugh, you can't just be like, I'm really just grateful because that's meaningless. I, let's see one more. Uh, I'm grateful that uh i'm grateful that 
I have this podcast and that you guys listen. It's so crazy that you listen. It's such a huge deal for me. I wanted to do this solo podcast for so long and we've been going, we're close to a year. Thank you for being a part of this journey with me. Thank you. Thank you. Seriously. Because if you weren't there, this would be so much more sad and crazy. But the fact that you're there watching is not as sad and crazy. Have a great holiday week. Have a normal holiday week. Have no pressure. Have a just okay time. I will see you guys next week. This has been Esther Club.